This is episode 141 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today we're talking about scratching that itch of creating something brand new, and I've got a brand new thing I'm going to share with you too. So I'll see you inside. Get your pens ready, people. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, so today is going to be super short. We're going to be in and out on this one because I just have some stuff to share with you. I just got back from an amazing half of a week, really, like four days in Mexico with an amazing, I can't even say amazing enough, group of people that truly inspire me. They inspired me on so many levels that I cannot even, I can't even. So I I feel like right now, my inspiration, my momentum, my passion for business and for helping others, helping you is really at its peak. I ain't gonna lie. And if I sound a little bit weird, it's because I came back and I promptly had an ear infection, which is so weird. What am I, a toddler? So anyway, so today we're going to talk about what to do when you get that itch to start something new. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this today, let's be honest, I'll be honest with you. I wanted to find a way to talk about the beta that I'm about to kick off. I just opened applications for a new signature program that I'm going to be letting people apply. You can apply. And it's something that I'm going to be working with people over a six-week period to really create and collaborate and create this new program that I've been dying to create for actually quite a while, but I just couldn't put it all in my head. It was just, I felt like it was coming at me from all over the place. Have Have you ever felt like that with ideas? I don't know about you, but I've been thinking about what's my next thing for a while now. And I, I I know that I'm not alone. It's easy to, it's, it's, it's something that as a creative entrepreneur, you're, you might be thinking, wow, why haven't I created that next thing? I've got all these ideas and sometimes ideas can get a little bit overwhelming, but It's also overwhelming when you get caught up in this cycle of creating and creating, making new things here, new things there. And, you know, depending, of course, on what your business is, maybe it's easy for you to create these new things. I have friends who I feel like they can just generate new products like crazy. But for me, and I I mean, I love that feeling of newness too, right? But I've really never been that way, honestly. I've had ideas, definitely tons of ideas over the last... I want to say since Fearless Launching, Fearless Launching was my first real product, my real online program. 
that I've had tons of ideas for different products, things that I actually even created, but I just was like, eh, I just didn't keep them going. And I'm always aware, I think, the reason why, first of all, let me just back up here. I think the reason why I haven't actually done anything with a lot of those ideas or taken them as far as maybe they could go is because I know what it takes to create something great and to keep it great and to keep it evolving. It takes a lot of time, energy, momentum, and it's fun. There is a play aspect to it. But even though it's exciting to develop these new ideas, it's also super important to know and to really be to stay real with yourself about what it takes to fully see it through. I'm the first person to talk about could be better CBB. I'll I'll link to some of the posts that I've written about this concept of making things in that could be better mindset. And I've, I've definitely done taken on that, okay, this could be better, but it's good enough for right now. And I think that if your plan is to make it better, moving forward, then that CBB is a good thing. But honestly, I get easily distracted with new ideas, with new opportunities. And so seeing something through does take a little bit of focus, it takes a little bit of singular vision, (laughs) looking at one thing. And I feel like that's why Fearless Launching has really remained my main jam, my main product for the past several years. When I wanted to make extra money without launching fearless launching again, I would take on clients and or or I would sign on more long term situations, consulting clients and things like that. But honestly, lately, I've had that call to do the uncomfortable and to take something to that next level, because I feel like fearless launching is in a good space. It's in a good place. And I've got other things kind of happening that I've pushed forward that are happening under the radar. But it's have you ever had that call to just do something uncomfortable? Have you ever felt that? You're like, I think I'm ready. I know that it's going to be hard work. I know that I'm going to really have to kind of look at myself and push certain things aside, say no to things maybe that I that I would normally say yes to really easily. But I decided, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to create this new program I'm going to launch a beta, and to do that, I'm going to invite my audience to be my collaborators, and I'm going to invite people on my list, maybe past customers, and then create the program with them. So I, I really do believe, and I think I've mentioned this to many of you, if you're, if you're inside Fearless Launching, then you know I totally believe in the concept of founding members, collaboration, and this comes from just years of watching films develop, video games be developed and launched with the help of the audience. Collaboration, bringing people along for the ride is such a part of what I do, what I want to do with other people. I want to go on the ride with other people. So, you know, I want to test this idea, but I knew that if I just created it in my own little creative cave here in my office in Seattle, which is where I am right now, that that would be a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. How many months would it take? Would I actually get it done? Because let me tell you, I recently updated content for Fearless Launching, and girl, that took me a long time to do because I didn't have anybody pushing me. So I thought, you know what? Audience 
best collaborators. Let's test this idea without the blood, sweat, and tears. Let's get some external accountability. And let's really help some people in a container, in a very, almost like in, in a lab, like an experiment. This is an experiment. And that's why I'm inviting a certain number of people into the inner circle of this beta experience. I don't want to use inner circle because that's not the name of it. But really, it is inside this beta experience, I'm going to be inviting people who apply. You can apply too. And I'll tell you more about that beta in like all the details about it at the very end of the episode, just because I think that the concept of doing a beta is really what helps me scratch that itch for creating something new. But in the past, they've done betas really wrong. I pretty much just ask someone if they wanted to be in it. I didn't make them jump through any hoops or give me any of their information. I just said, hey, you want to be in this beta? And then, of course, I wasn't as invested in it because I didn't, I kind of just wanted to make it easy. And I didn't want to let someone else raise their hand and say, hey, I want to be in that. And I feel like that's the difference between what I'm doing now. Um, so many pieces of this are testing the idea, testing people's interest in the idea. And the great thing is I'm already getting good response. So I'm not going to say if it doesn't work out, but if everything goes uh, and I will tell you how I'm kind of proceeding through this in just a few moments, but you know, I've got my, I'm going to be having my founding members, which are going to be the people handpicked by me to go through this. And then they'll, there will be like different layers of people, like everything starting from that inside, kind of like the uh, safe zone, the inner circle. What, why am I thinking of, oh, it's on Meet the Fockers, Robert De Niro. He's like, the, he always talks about the family as like you're in the circle or something like that. I can't remember what he says. If you remember, you got to tell me because clearly I'm butchering the whole concept. And then, it, you know, the circle widens, then there are early adopters, and then there are people from there. Then, then it becomes something bigger after that. But I'm doing this in a way that keeps me focused, gives me external accountability, gives allows me to set some goals just like any other launch I might do but I'm not creating months in advance or putting a ton of marketing materials together for this there's a page there's a an information page there's a google form and that is it I'm not doing a webinar to introduce my new beta I'm just doing these pieces email some social media I did upload videos to youtube and to facebook just to get the word out you know and I'm telling you about it here. And I'm, I'm not putting together a members area with all the videos or all the worksheets, all the transcripts, all that kind of stuff, because I'm, I'm basically stepping in this to build this with the part with my partners that I'm choosing. And with this team that we're building, really, because that's what it's going to be. So back to this question of scratching the itch of creation, should we or shouldn't we? I think that's really the the question that was plaguing me for a while because I have created things in the past, but then I haven't really done anything with them. I haven't improved on those things. So I wonder how well they really fit in with my whole idea of what my business is, what I want in my life. Now, my, my kind of feeling about this is pretty simple. Do whatever feels great for you, but set some guidelines for yourself because I get that creation feels amazing when you get this idea and you're rocking and rolling and you're, you've got your Google Doc open and you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. But then that's it. And you just have to be okay with wherever you land. So not all of the ideas that you have are going to actually be able to be taken through 
five kind of steps that you might take this, you know, you might scratch the itch, how deep you scratch. That sounds really disgusting. But I say, first of all, just do whatever feels great for you, but really set some guidelines for yourself. And because it will tell you like, okay, should I take this to the next step? Should I take this to the next step? Should I take this to the next step? And just be okay with wherever that idea lands when you're creating something. It might be really painless and simple and fast for you to create something brand new. Like I said, I've got friends who do this and I'm always like, wow. And it worked out really well for them. They know that when they can go through these steps fast, that means it's a win. Okay. That means they can get it out there. But most of us get stuck in between these little guidelines that I'm going to share with you. So this is the most fun part of the process. One, step one, you're going to brainstorm your brains out. <laughs> and I, you know, if you need to talk about it with someone, then then great, do that. I would say don't talk about it with everybody at first. Really brainstorm it out. You know, just open up a, just open up a Google Doc or, or take, a, take out your voice memo app on your iPhone and just talk it out whatever, whatever you need to do, just to get the ideas out. And along the way, you're going to ask some questions, which we'll get to those after these. But let's say, okay, you're you're at that point, you're like, Oh, my gosh, there's so much good, good stuff here. Then I want you to create an outline. Step two is really just creating an outline or rough plan of what you would do. Like, what are you going to do to get the word out? What are you going to do to start sharing this with people? Is there going to be a blog post you're going to write? Sometimes this part of the process comes so easily. And if it does, that might be your clue like, oh, I already have a really easy built-in promotional launch, whatever process here that I can really roll this out to other people. And it might be as simple as I'm going to write this blog for blog posts. I'm going to be on a couple podcasts and kind of figure this out. Or I'm going to I'm going to see what people think. I'm going to put this question out on my Facebook page. Dude, I know someone, Zach Spuckler, who that's what he does. He just puts the question out. Hey, would you guys want me to create this? <laughs> he is so amazing. And then he creates things so quickly. It's not even funny. Zach, if you are listening, you are my idol right now. Because sometimes I do think the faster you can get through these, the the faster you can tell if it's something you want to do ongoing, if it's an actual thing you want to create. But you're not going to be really be able to know until you go through this, okay? So create that outline or just a rough idea of like what you might do. Just this, it doesn't have to be anything pretty. You don't need a planner. Just put, do a one, two, three, four. Do like your shopping list of everything you're going to have to do, just very generally. And then step three is get some feedback. So if you brainstormed, if you processed by yourself verbally, maybe you didn't send your voice memo to anybody. I, I sometimes do that. I know I have friends who also do that where they'll write. Sometimes actually doing a voice memo as if you're going to send it to someone is a great exercise in just expressing yourself and getting the words out. So when you're brainstorming, if you have a hard time just kind of in that brain dump mode, it might actually be easier if you record something as if you were going to send it to someone. You can send it to someone, but really it's for yourself. So step three is really just get some feedback, do some question asking around and wherever you are. It could be just asking some questions in your Facebook group or asking a question under an Instagram image, or it could just be 
emailing your friends, you know, your business friends, or it could be talking to some of your past customers. So the feedback is definitely important just to kind of open that door and help you see, is this really something you guys are struggling with? Because I didn't even know that. And just really just be curious about it. Then once you've gotten some feedback and you're like, okay, I, I really think there's something here, then I, I want you to really get back into your goal kind of setting mode. I don't want to call it goal setting, but set some KPIs for yourself. And KPIs are key performance indicators. They really are just things that you decide on. You decide what they are, but they help you let you know that you're on the right path. So for me, this was my, these are some of my KPIs for this beta, for instance, because I got past one, two, three, and now I'm on to this four. And that is, I want to have 15 to 20 really cool people, the right people who are ready to commit and succeed inside that beta group. So I can really get to know them, understand what they've been struggling with, create something that they need, they can use, and they can keep using and that they can get results from. Now I've got other goals tied to the next layers of enrollment, which if you're, if you're, if you're following me, if you're subscribed to my mailing list, you'll find out about it. Don't worry. But that was my very first one. Like, let's find 15 to 20. I don't mean anybody because already I'm getting applications that I'm like, well, that person did not follow the instructions. I don't know if they're going to make it into this. I'm going to give them a chance to follow the instructions by telling them that they need to. But it doesn't mean they're going to. So I I have some really amazing people already applying. Again, I will tell you about the beta in just a second because I, I want you in there too if, if it's right for you. If you're, th- you're thinking, oh my gosh, what is this beta Anne's doing? So set some KPIs for yourself. Maybe it's, maybe you have a certain number of people that you want to interview and that you need to hear from 20 different people that you've had Skype calls with that you're going to, that they are having this problem. You're not going to lead them into it. You're not going to say, hey, are you struggling with this? You're just going to get to know these people and look for the proof, really. Like, so what's your proof that this is something that you should keep moving on? For me also, it was some emails that I got, I, I after I started l- listening and looking around, I was also really aware of everything that I've done in the past couple of years with people, even one-on-one, one-off sessions, like my launch intensives, which are closing. We're no longer doing those, at least for the next year. And then Obviously, part of this also is like KPIs for me is getting the feedback. So as you're going through the process, you do want to get some outside interaction from people. So this is going to mean, I mean, you can't, I I feel like you can't just create something in a bubble. You're going to have all these ideas when you're sitting in your bathtub at night, um, you know, with candles around or you're in the shower. Um, maybe you need to get one of those shower pens. I think that there are these pens you can write on your glass shower wall, which I think that is amazing. I think I need one of those because that's when I get most of my ideas. So, but you need that outside feedback. And guess what? All of these steps that I just said, brainstorming, creating that outline or that rough kind of idea of what your plan is, getting feedback before you really dive into the product creation or you dive into sharing that you're going to be doing this, or maybe even, maybe it's just 
one thing I did, for instance, for the feedback without saying, hey, I'm doing this is I just said, hey, I'm doing a beta. If you want to know about it first, go over here and sign up on this opt-in page. If no one had gone over there, I would have been like, hmm, either I have to give them more information or they're just, they don't really give a hoot about what I'm creating. And that is all information, right? But people did. So that gave me some initial spark and initial, okay, so people are interested in here. They want to know what this is. Okay, let's keep this going. And now my next piece of feedback that's really going to tell me, yeah, you, you should just keep this going, is this whole idea of KPIs, key performance indicators. So you get to choose what those are. Maybe there it's a number of people that join your wait list. Maybe it's a number of people saying the same thing that you're looking for. You've got to look for that proof. And then finally, just get some feedback. Really take what you've everything you've learned, share it with other people so that you can share what you're going through, share the process. And I'm I'm at the, I'm actually at 4 and 5 right now because fearless launching is happening. If you're inside that, then you know that during our Monday office hours, I've been very open about what I'm doing and what I'm creating and how I'm doing it. So I'm sharing it with people there and getting their feedback, getting their instant reaction to things. So those are the five things. So next, you might actually only, here's what you need to know about this guideline, <laughs> these guidelines, because I've been here before. It's not, this ain't my first rodeo you might actually only get to the brainstorming step. And then you'll be like, yeah, maybe this is just a blog post. Maybe I can't do anything more. Or you try to proceed to creating this outline or this rough plan and you're like, hmm, is this really something? Or maybe you'll get to that point and maybe you'll try, then you won't even go out for feedback and you're still stuck at number two. You might just come up with a totally different way to be satisfied with getting that idea out. So create each piece of this guideline, go through each this piece when you get there. And I, I just, and sometimes just, just be okay that it, the, the process might end. You might get something out of your system and think, oh yeah, I don't actually want to create this program. Okay. And start asking yourself questions as you're going through this process for yourself of creating. Are these new products? Is this new thing I want to create really necessary? Is this just filling up space in my product lineup? Is this too much noise? Is this really part of my bigger vision? Is it part of your bigger vision? Is this part of when you look from the outside at your business, does this fit? And you obviously know about your business. So it's not going to be you're going to have a little bit of informed, <laughs> you're going to be informed about whether it really fits or not. And is this thing something that takes what you've already got? And perhaps you can go deeper on it. Maybe you've already got something created, you've got a product, you've got a service, and you're like, yeah, I want to add this to that. I don't want to do something separate. So I've got a bunch of different things that I've been thinking about for fear, the fearless launching community, just because I'm always in that mode. How do I go deeper? How do I make this better? And sometimes that deeper thing, by the way, can be something separate. So that's that's my hint for you about this beta that I'm doing is that even though this is a new signature program, it goes deeper on one of the modules that's inside Fearless Launching. We spend a week on this topic and don't even nearly scratch the surface. 
But I did think to myself, you know, is there a way to pull this new idea into something that already exists? And there really isn't. You can't just keep adding to your programs until they are like this behemoth kind of taking over people's lives. So really think, can it stand on its own? Or should this belong to something that already exists? And then finally, I just have to say that if you get this itch, scratch it, but try to take it through a process like the one I just shared with you. There are always going to be nuances that tell you where to take an idea. There are always going to be parts of the process where you don't expect to learn something that you learn. And your process might end up looking nothing like mine, and that's okay. And you might decide after you launch something, you're like, yeah, I'm taking that off the shelf. It's okay. Know that it may or may not stick or stay with you and be okay with it, but be picky and really try to commit to whatever you do want to create and whatever you do decide to spend your time on. Commit to that. Give it a specific period of time before you just write it off or you or you write it on and you say, yeah, we're going for this. This is going to be my main jam. It's like a relationship, really. It's like a marriage. Do you spend your time developing a close bond with with someone and then just discard them like they're nothing? I, I really look at the things that I create like relationships, like really deep friendships. And that when I have a close bond with someone, when I trust someone, I stick with them. Uh, and if something doesn't work out, sure, there's always the chance that you're going to disagree with your product or your creation and you're going to want out of the relationship. But I, th I think that the sooner that you just open up, trust a little bit and commit to the process and that's it. And then don't have the expectations. Don't have the expectations. You're going to marry it. <laughs> but but. And then be okay if for some reason it doesn't work out. Another thing that I want to say is that you might actually be the type of person, and this is really important too, is thinking about how you create. Can you knock it out fast and nurture it and get it out there as quickly as possible? Because sometimes in that that really high heightened sense of creativity and excitement, it's really easy to get stuff out. But if you prolong how you do the process for yourself, you might just be like, meh, I'm not going to do it. So really think about how you create. And if you find yourself, if you're one of those people who needs to knock it out fast or it won't happen, then knock it out fast. Test it. Okay. And and really, in the end, is it something that's that will impact your life and someone else's life in an amazing way? Could this really turn things around for someone, maybe even yourself? Okay, so let me wrap up here. I actually, you know, honestly, I have only three pages of notes. I cannot believe I talked that long. So let me talk to you really quickly about my beta. So like I said, I'm creating this online, new online program. It's the first program I've actually created of this size since Fearless Launching, since the very beginning, which was in 2012, people. If you're listening as of the year that I'm recording this, it's 2017. How many years is that? Uh, way too many. So here's what I'm doing. There is something that I have always been obsessed with, and that's communication interpersonal communication, communication between two people, the way that emails get sent out, the emails themselves. I've always been the person on 
the team. I remember being on Laura Roeder's team and thinking, okay, we just sent out this to the whole list. We should not send another one today. We should send that on Wednesday. I was very concerned about the sequencing of how we sent out messages, when we sent out messages, always asking the question and always really strategizing with Laura on when messages would go out and to who and how often and where. (laughs) So this has been something I've been obsessed with since college. So thank you, Emerson College. My interpersonal communication class has literally left a mark on me that I cannot get rid of. So communication, your content, that's really what a launch is, right? Is and and think about all of the things you have to create. Well, you might call them, let's I gotta create all my launch assets. They just might be a to-do list of copy of of emails, of blog posts, of video scripts, of social media, of whatever it is that you're doing. Maybe content for your challenge. I don't know any launch online or offline, really. Let's let's get real here that doesn't require some sort of content or some sort of messaging to really get people excited about the launch and then to communicate that launch to the audience. So that's what this beta is all about. It's going to be a six weeks, six weeks of intense figuring out what your messages are going to be, where you're going to share them, how often, to who, and we're really going to deep dive into this topic of getting your message out to the world. Because fearless launchers struggle with this. My past clients, it's something that I always spend time on with my, even my bigger clients. I remember constantly talking about emails when during the first couple of B-schools with Marie Forleo and with Jonathan Fields. I remember, oh, and I also remember even just more recently suggesting the types of emails. Now, doesn't mean that they actually sent these out, but our conversation with even like a recent um, client, Denise Duffield Thomas, was what are the emails that are going to go out? What's that email sequencing? I was reviewing what emails that she had already said she was going to send out. So this is something I do all the time. My friends, even my my close friends who are in launch mode, sometimes will just send me stuff let like, hey, does this make sense? Or should I send this out? Or what did you think of that email? I'm the first person to notice when people are getting really good and dialing in their communication and their content before the launch. Now, this is an application only beta at this point. So you gotta head over to ansamoylove.com forward slash beta dash 2017. You can also just click if you're if you're listening to this in your podcast app on your phone, just just look at the show notes and you'll be able to get that link right there. And you can just head over, watch a video where I share more about how to apply the application process. And so your application must be in and it requires a video people. It'll be it'll need to be in by next Tuesday, May 30th. And then I'm going to review all the applications all together. I've kind of had to peek because I couldn't help myself from the ones that have come in so far. And I was in tears for some of them thinking, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I'm going to look at them and then I'm going to choose 15 to 20 people. It just depends on who, what kind of applications I get. So I hope you apply to be part of this and 
let me help you. Let me help you scratch that itch if you're creating something new. Because when you're creating something new, it's even harder to come up with that list of stuff you're going to need to create for your launch. And I'm here for you. I'm ready. Okay? So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. Hopefully you got some sort of value out of this. And if you're creating something new, I would love to hear from you. Email me at anne@ansamoylove.com. If you're not subscribed already, make sure to head over to iTunes or your favorite podcast app. We're going to be on a brand new one very soon, which I can't wait to share with you, but you'll have to wait for that. But I am so excited. I am so thrilled to be sharing this with you today. I, I'm speechless, as you can tell. I'm like, uh, 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 I can barely contain myself. I thought I was just going to share it with my list. And then I'm like, to heck with it. Everybody must know. Um, so I hope you join me for that. Ansomwillove.com forward slash beta, all lowercase, B-E-T-A dash 2017. And you're going to find out all the details. But until then, and I'm going to wait for your videos, Until then, I want to thank you for listening today. I so appreciate you. And we've got massive numbers of interviews coming up. So you're not going to hear me do these standalone ones a lot this summer because I'm making a point to bring some new voices into the mix. And I want to ask you, are you one of those new voices? So if you think you might be, then email us at support at ansamoylove.com because we want to hear your voice on this show. We want to hear your launch story. We want to hear if you've got something to share with the audience. And I think you do. I know you do. Everybody does. So have a great rest of your week and I will speak to you soon.